We took the week off for Easter, but have no fear. Flappy Bird is here. Hello everybody. Now, it was Easter weekend this week, so we ended up taking a week off, but fear not. We've got a little something for you that we cut out of our first episode. Uh, What you're about to hear is our conversation about the Flappy Bird saga. Yes, you remember that? Remember the the thing with the the iOS game and the guy who pulled it off the iTunes store? Now it's back. Now, a lot has gone on since we recorded this, but we hope it will be at least mildly entertaining. Now... Let me take you back to Sunday, February the 16th, 2014. Now, of course, the main gaming story which has been on everyone's radar the last, well, month, I would say, is Flappy Bird. Yes, uh, sorry. Yeah, uh, ooh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Excitement. Now it's, huh? now, it's been removed. Huh. Yes. It's been... <laughs> Probably shouldn't have done this. Now, there was, <laughs> as everybody knows, uh, the Flappy Bird creator removed the game from the App Store and everyone was up in arms and proceeded to make copies of it and sell iPhones. They've now been banned. Sorry? They've now been banned. Apparently, if you use the word Flappy in your game, Apple won't accept it. Um, <laughs> Google was a bit miffed at loads is, of. Is it, is it like usually the word candy or sorry? Yes. Yeah. But this was this was Apple imposing it, I think, on this one. I, I what didn't. Who knows Mario? <laughs> <laughs> so, for instance, my new game, Flappy Candy Saga, won't won't be able to. Well, no, you you remember the story? Sadly, not, Russ. No. As long you as there's got a bird in it, you're all right. You remember the story that came along a lot after it was taken about people selling their phones with the game installed on eBay. Right, so that story also broke on, I think it was on the BBC yeah. or something, and my mate at work heard it, and he goes, I've got Flappy Bird on my phone, and he, he, he went to eBay and started to process sending his phone. <laughs> That's right. And then he got an email from uh, eBay saying, due to circumstances at the moment, you only be allowed to sell your phone if you completely wipe it and say it's factory settings. Oh, sweet. The thing is, how, <laughs> how, do, how do they check that? Does someone from eBay you know, come to your Well, door? they don't, know. So you, he wasn't allowed to mention it. It said you cannot mention these words. So that was it. And, and, and people are still doing it, so I'm just assuming yeah. they're getting pulled before the, the end of the People find bidding. a way around it as well. There's well, an image of put an image of the phone with the icon, with the icon or whatever. The thing is... It's, why is that illegal? That shouldn't be illegal. There's yeah. there's a demand and it's been we'll, filled. Yeah, of course, it's yeah. illegal. You can't we'll call it we'll call it a new ROM. It's the it's well. the Flap OS or something like. Yeah, you're right. right. Actually, the um, license just, belongs you to just the original. flash onto onto the phone. Yeah, of course it's illegal. Really, now I think about it, the license belongs to someone else because you purchased it, so you can't pass that. Like, yeah, okay. You can't purchase. You you can't pass the license that, on to somebody else. But, that means they shouldn't be able to sell secondhand games then on eBay. Um, well, there is always been an argument with all these mm. places whether you can even sell. Because originally they were trying to do some class action. The um, movie and the video companies about reselling DVDs and reselling. Hmm. Um, and, and, now that was actually caused by the art world. 
because the art world have got um, a copyright issue where um, the French started it, so you know, let's start blaming someone else. But, <laughs> and I can't remember what it is. I think it's six or eight percent now, and it's got some French name. I can't remember what it is. But if you own a a work of art by somebody that hasn't died within more than seventy years ago, if you sell it, uh, it obviously automatically if you sell it through. Um, uh, start, you know, uh, auction house or someone, it automatically goes to. But there is a six percent apes. I can't remember what it is now off the top of my head. Surcharge that then goes back to the estate of the family, um, and that's where the art world started. And a lot of these other things are trying to say that the copyright should be the same, or on the art content of a CDD. Not that the art is in the painting on the front of the picture, but the art is in the prior art copyright of making the music or making the film mm. um, it's something that's still going on they reckon there should be the same yeah. law well, that, but what happens if the French had a bigger uh, DVD or music industry I dare say that it would, it would happen but um, I mean that, that's the thing that there's, there are stores that have popped up purely for the purpose of selling used you know traded in hmm. DVDs CDs games and things like that aren't there so you know that would be a significant section of of the market just disappearing i mean they've tried to do it in video games like with the xbox one you can't um you know there's there's something stopping you reselling the games if it's a digital download isn't there well this Something's is the problem isn't it when there's something physical to change to, to exchange be it a disc a cartridge an album a tape or a cd whatever it happens to be if you've got something physical to exchange you could argue that you're actually selling a physical object. What is on that physical object is different. If it's a digital download, e.g. what we're talking about, we're fancy about to go back to the original story. If it's a digital content, there is no physical item to be sold. What they're trying to do is they're trying to sell their phone, saying this is the physical item. It just so happens to have a digital content on it. But you haven't licensed that digital content for sale, but you have licensed the physical object. So when you bought a videotape or something, or and it was a, you know you wanted to sell that second hand, you were actually selling a physical thing, and mm. that physical thing was made purely. It's like saying with a phone, you can sell it, but you got to wipe the operating system off it. You really, the, you know, the companies couldn't really get away with that because that's an intrinsic part of the physical object. That's just weird. If you added something on top of that, they could argue that that's not part mm. of the original factory set. But if you bought a phone with Flappy Bird on it, that's it. You can't do anything with that phone. You can't put your account on it or anything. No, like from what I understand, though, the problem with Flat Flappy Bird is once you do own it, you don't want to do anything ever again anyway, and that's why <laughs> Flappy Bird has annoyed so many people. By the way, I just want to point out, I don't know who's got the highest score here, but mine's 37. Because yeah, I'm not really sure how you got that. Or, um, mm. or my personal score. Do you know what? That's my. That's my. Scott. Uh, do you my know what? I play it better while while I'm drunk. Strangely enough, I I, my best is seven. Oh dear. My yeah, personal five best here. is yeah. one. <laughs> so tone. My ten-year-old ten is seventy something, and my sixteen-year-old is two hundred and eighty something. Oh my god! How on earth? How much I free time? <laughs> I don't know how they do it. Tone, what have you managed? Five. Five. Yeah. Right, I'll just, I'll just quickly try again now. So we're having a live audio only angry, uh, angry now what's this called? Flappy Bird contest. Give it a go. Hmm. See, it made more sense if Flappy Bird came first and then 
frustration Flappy Bird came to Angry Birds yeah because you start playing Flappy Bird and you get so irate then you could see how Angry Birds got invented and in one that's you're going to have frustrated bird (laughs) sorry listeners yeah so they're they're all popular (laughs) are we thinking of it are we thinking of it as the sort of unofficial prequel to Angry Birds with yeah, featuring Mario almost ripping Ooh. your hair out, bird. Yeah, suicidal bird. Yeah, lost flappy your frust- job yeah. because you didn't do any work, bird. <laughs> flappy frustrated. See, see if it. Mm, I've gone out with some of If it was suicidal bird, it would work on one of the heads-up displays. You know, because it'd be like almost like going into a windscreen. <laughs> what you could do, Ray, you could get Google Glass and play this by jumping up and down. You'd look so cool walking <laughs> down would. the street. That would Maybe be an cool. interesting game for Google. Uh, yeah, that would become a fitness look. fad. That it's cool was. as you look when actually wearing Google Glass itself. Or you could get a pogo stick <laughs> wear Google Glass. Oh, I think that's it. I'm not going to need um, an, um, a phone with it on. I'm just reinventing it. However, I've got to say, when people say that that's it, there's no more originality. I know it's not a very original game, but it's darn addictive. And for someone to discover that hole in the market and fill it, so to speak, he did, he did release it last, I think it was May well, I can't get through the hole in the market. That's why I've only got one. <laughs> But he found he found a way. He found a way, and he made fifty. Apparently, made fifty. Probably still is making fifty thousand dollars a day because there's a darn insight. Every time you like crash into a pipe, an advert flashes up. We notice he hasn't um, he hasn't right removed his uh, his iads account, so no, he's still getting the money. So he's probably yeah. making more and more now because this has caused lots of people to play it more. Because as soon as I heard that the game was coming off the app store, I downloaded it immediately. Yeah, I, yeah because he it's free. He could have pulled it straight away, couldn't he? Yeah, he could have done it without telling anybody. But, you know, even if you haven't got the game, there's an enormous amount of clones and copies and... I noticed. All all done badly, probably. All these Flash-based games. But if you want to play the original, then just, just... Try and find the original. Yeah, go, go and get a $3 million phone from. <laughs> Just yeah, talk to someone <laughs> next to you. They're bound to have it. They're prob- yeah, they've probably got it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I've got one. And <laughs> he probably hasn't made an awful lot of money out of me. Yeah, He's I made a lot of money out of your kids, though. <laughs> How many attempts did you take to get that one? Because every time that would have been an advert and that would have been. Well, I think one being my highest score, it probably took me about 10 to get through one. I've just looked. Yeah. I've just looked online, and currently the top free game online on iOS, anyway, is Splashy Fist: The Adventures of Flappy Tiny Bird Fish, <laughs> which is exactly the same. It looks exactly the same. I don't know. I mean, the vi- you see that it on the does video. look yeah, exactly is, the same. Yeah, yeah. that so is. So you can yeah. still get it. And number three is City Bird Flappy Flyer. <laughs> 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 I want to do Uncle Fatty Bird and it won't go through the hole whatever you try <laughs> yeah, unless you're trying to knock the pillars over the that'd be a whole different game but yeah. yeah it's a hybrid between Flappy Bird and Angry Bird there's no you one try fly- and get the hole through the hole and if you just about squeeze through the whole lot collapses and you kill a load of pigs no one's fly bird fly birdie fly bird there's loads of them there's I, I, loads I love the imagination that's going into some of these it you know? is these are all people desperate to get just a little taste of that 50,000 a day aren't, aren't they oh flappy yeah. pig there you go enough <laughs> <laughs> I love the icon for that that is fantastic oh no that looks I mean, like that looks a different game yeah. sorry has anyone invented a bird where you fire pig uh, invented a game where you fire pigs at birds to get revenge no, they went there, the other way. Was, yeah. 
Yeah, there was sort of one. There was a spin-off of Angry Birds called Bad Piggies. Bad enough. Piggies. Mm. It was okay, but it wasn't. It, yeah, it, wasn't, it wasn't. It didn't quite reach the height that um, the Angry Birds did. Well, it didn't the have point a is all what these, what these games and all the games that I've seen of um, major success have got in common is the absolute simplicity of the gameplay, and that is what the addiction is. Um, there's billions and billions of pounds spent annually on developing games and they they do make money but you know if you've got something Grand Theft Auto 5 or something and all the time, effort, money, advertising expense that they've gone to proportionately they probably make far less out of this you know it's like a blockbuster film isn't it they probably make proportionally far less out of it than you would do I mean the guy that wrote Flappy Birds I imagine he did it in a back bedroom over a couple of weekends and went yeah. I really can't be well, bothered to do anything clever yeah. I'm going to do this yeah and that that was the thing he, he did have a simple life and now he's claiming all this money you know, he pulled it because all that money is ruining it but he's still getting he's the money a simple life without having to worry about paying his bills exactly that's you know I mean, I mean, he's basically probably ready to retire, but you know, I mean, what nineteen was he? No, I'm ready to retire. Just kind of thought There's a difference. Yeah, hmm. that's the thing. It's you know, and um, but you know, he's he's done that. But then he says, "Oh, and I'm going to make more. I'm just pulling this down." Well, that's trouble though. He's not. <clears throat> I don't think he's going to make uh, money on his name. Yeah. He, he, you know, this is he hit the market. He could whatever the next thing he writes is no more likely to be any success. Uh, success than this unless it's a sequel the only thing he's going to be able to do is sell money off the name for a sequel and it's going to have mm. to be as annoying because otherwise it will last a week and that'll yeah. be the end of it maybe they'll just make a cartoon of it right okay well, yeah. when this cartoon and, and then you would get Nintendo coming in you w- yeah you would you would but what I'm interested in really is I mean this is Flappy Bird it's it's, it's kind of a rip off of an old game called Copter where you have to keep a helicopter in the air and you're flying through the flying oh, yeah. through the whatever. Um, before that, sorry, that's a joystick based one. Yeah, but you still had to sort of hover and go up and down as opposed to anything too clever. But it seems to me that that people are going towards the the because we're now playing more and more games on our phones and iPads and things. I'm interested to see how many older games we get returning. I mean, we've already had a few. One of the one of the old Amiga games, R Type Two, has been remade for iOS, uh, and that came out this week. It's, it's, it has start, you know, it's continuing what we have had in the past, where you got flash versions on websites, you know, on Newgrounds and things like that. They weren't that flash. I mean, I've got. I'm going to tell you what my idea for the most simple game in the world is. But I mean, that I think is the. um, I think that's where the money is, and not even the money. That's where the um, addiction is. I mean, that's how you sell a game. You sell it on addiction. You see someone sitting next to you, and they're not paying you any attention. You say, "What are you doing? What are you so involved in?" Oh, well, it's game, and it's so simple, but it's doing my head in because I can't get a. You know, a, a having a fit through a hole in a pipe. You know? I think it's it's that. Well, you're definitely what you're saying, Alex. But also the quick restart as well. So once you once you die and whatever it yeah. is in Flappy Bird, you go bang, you're straight back to the beginning. There's no wait time. There's no loading time. It's just bang straight away, and that allows you to keep going. Oh, one more go. Oh, one more go. Yeah. Oh, one more go. I'll, I'll take another minute. Yeah. Let me just ask <laughs> one more one more question to people that obviously play games that I don't. 
we, we've come to this time, time, and time again about in-app purchasing and all the rest of it. Right? This is a man that rumor has it is making fifty thousand dollars per day in revenue off of this game, and he has no need for in-app purchasing. He doesn't even have any need to sell the game. Does that not tell you something about the the model that people have decided they have to... You know, you're saying the, the quick restart is the thing that people uh, get so... Well, that's me. No, the point is, but these other games where you get to a certain point in the game, whereas you then either got to wait three months or pay an mm-hmm. additional charge so you can carry on, they may be missing the point here. The point being is the instant gratification, the hit of frustration, excitement, and being able to go again. You know, well, this time I've got to decide whether I'm going to wander around this this park in some cyber world for two days before it will let me go for that gate, or I'm just going to have to pay one ninety nine to open the gate so I can get the same frustration next week. I think that's I think the secret of these old, of these really old games. They they were built for sim for simpler times. Like if you if you look you at something, like that, you if know. you look at if you look at sort of things like I don't know, Thrust on the BBC Micro. It's it's really quick. And if you explode, then that's fine. We start again straight away. But that, that's the point, isn't it? The, the, the gameplay. In the old days when I was still writing programming and um, for A-level computer science, I did a, a skiing simulation and a driving simulation, both of which I was offered money for, both of which I didn't take money for. Just gave it to a company and they completely ruined it. But the point being is the... The power of the machine, the power of the graph. I mean, the graphics weren't... Well, they were graphics, but... I mean, I'm talking about the first 8-bit graphics as opposed to blocks, you know? Um, that... The, the graphic power took up practically everything, so the game had to be really, really basic because I couldn't do anything else. If I made the game any more complicated and wanted to have graphics, it went so slowly that it was unplayable. It was just another ga- downhill ski thing, you know? It was just like an 8-bit IBM machine, and that's all we had, right? And uh, but it forced me to try and make the game as exciting as possible and put as fewer layers on top because that was the only way to get the game to work. Whereas now, with seemingly infinite amount of power, the actual gameplay has been lost within this idea of reality. We don't want necessarily need reality. We need short, sharp mm. bit of excitement. You're on the bus. You're sitting at work, someone's had a go at you, or you've got 10 minutes for, between eating your lunch and having to get on where you work again. You need something just to go, you know what, I don't feel like I'm at work now, I feel like I'm sitting at home yeah. on the couch. Yeah, that, I mean, that, that is the thing. That That's what you want where you, if you've got something just in your hand like a phone or a tablet. Um, and if you do want the more involved you know, sort of game, that's where you go to either a console or a PC game, really, isn't it? You know, I mean, also for, for the sort of open world like World of Warcraft, GTA things sure. like that. But the actual yeah. the uh, the controlling on a on a phone these days, where you you're literally just shift say a driving game, you're shifting your hand down left or down right, yeah. and you're controlling the car, and you you push it forward a little bit to go forward, and you pull it back a little bit. The the ease of you know the non PS3 having to press R two 
well, one right, this, that. I mean, my kids are going, oh, no, you've got to do... And it's like, yeah. them, I tried to play a football game with my kids. It was like, no, I haven't got a degree in nuclear science. I haven't got a clue what you just said, how I do a overhead kick, back, tackle, slide. <laughs> the, I was like, no, I just want to kick the... Can I just press X? Will that do anything? If I can yeah, just can I, can I just button, button bash as, as we used to have with the old yeah, yeah, just smash push buttons. that joystick thing forward and press X. Yeah. I can play. If you want me to do anything more on that, you're wasting your time and mine. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing with the phone. They had to take all that rubbish out. It's not rubbish. All right, it's wrong. Mm-hmm. They had to take all the complication out because you can you couldn't do it, which simplified the game, which made the game so much more playable as a. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think the most sort of complex game I've found for a mobile device really is probably the the pocket edition of Minecraft. You know, because that is more. It's not as involved as the PC version. No, but, but you, know, you, I imagine you it's still really have got to... that wider range where you have to. You know, sometimes you have to hold down on a controller or go into a menu and things like that. Yeah, yeah I've often wondered how. Pocket. Um, <laughs> say that again, Alex. I said, I imagine it's quite hard to play it when it's in your pocket. Indeed, I've <laughs> I've never actually tried the, the the mobile version of Minecraft. I've I, I didn't think it was something that could work. Does it actually? Is it actually any good, Tone? Um, it, it runs fairly smoothly, but you are a lot more limited in what you can build. I mean, I've you know I've seen various videos online of people using either the PC or the Xbox, say versions, where they've built like a, a you know something a working mechanical. I think it was a gun in this case that launched blocks whereas you you could not do that in this because you've only got you know you've got the sort of a, a much simpler range of tools and blocks to work with you know what i think the new the, the new general thing. concept is there of that you, you can build stuff in a sort of environment you can you know carve out the environment to what you want it's just you know the, the, there's added complexity with the pc version now i think what the new big thing is going to be uh, it needs working on, but I had to look at it. I got a, a pre-launch heads up from somebody that worked does some work for Google. I mean, I'd not heard of this, and I got told it, but I got told it two days before it launched, so I didn't make any fuss. I just tweeted about it actually on launch. Was the new Lego plugin for Chrome? Now, I actually think this will tap in to something. Um, I don't think it's necessarily going to be that exciting. Mm. on the desktop that's where it's going to start I can see you sitting on an iPad or sitting on a phone on a train a bus or whatever and then going oh I'm going to build something with Lego Mm. and I can see it something we all learn because it's actually fairly complicated I mean Minecraft is a very basic who's eating crisp Minecraft's a very basic enough for everyone (laughs) idea of it but with the Lego to be able to have infinite amount of bricks and then infinite amount of space and an infinite amount of types of bricks mm. you know I really think that's something that it's, it's, it's it will a, be a, there will be spin-offs of this yeah. Lego will have spin-offs I mean, it's the sort of more tapping in it's the more tapping into the sort of creative and isn't it you know almost it's but once you've built this thing yeah. once you've built your I don't know your super duper duper wonderful car the next section set and the next stage will be Lego races where you bring in your own car that you've bought built the Lego game or a Sim City type of Lego world where it brings in all the buildings that other people have already built so you can have all your mates joining together into a um, server group yeah. where this this racing pl- this city where you're living 
you've all built the buildings you've all built your cars they've got special powers if you like which you've built into them um i, I can really see that being a whole new world that you build yourself a like minecraft but mm. based around lego it's, and google it's, it's just, that, i mean that that sort of thing is the ultimate in customizable game isn't it well you know but you know if we all joined together and you had a an airwaves show um lego race round i don't know we could have a airwaves town if you like where russ built his building i built but you know i could then knock down his building with my lego car oh thank you you know, you know that's what i'm saying though that would be part of the game where you have to like rebuild your own building or you can reset to factory setting mm. if you like now i can see that being a a massively popular because you could get that built into things like facebook it, it would just it would just turn into ram raiding though wouldn't it yes it definitely would but you know that you've got 3d printers and the most of the joy I've heard about people with 3D printers, they like being able to build something on the computer screen and see it coming to fruition. They actually want that part. That part's actually you no know, use for what they actually want, but they're just getting excited about 3D printing. This, building something in a, in a, um, a virtual world that then in, enters a shared virtual world like Minecraft, I can see Lego and Google taking over that space very, very quickly. And I actually quite looking forward to it. I've, I've, you know, I've seen Minecraft. My kids play it from time to time, and it, it's got a lot going for it. But I think the Lego tie-in and the fact that you possibly they could do a, it won't be 3D printing, but if you've made something particularly wonderful, you press a button and Lego sends you a set with all the bits that you've used in a virtual world that you can then give to your grandchild I mean, and say, look, I built this on Chrome Lego world. They used to do that. They used to do that with their with their Lego um, creation software or whatever it was. Well, can you imagine that? Can you imagine how wonderful that is? And you have I mean, a competition I mean, that the best yeah. the best car will then be produced, and you'll get a percentage of the revenue I'm, off of that. I mean, they, they have they have gone down this line where you don't really get a bucket of random bricks anymore. You get a set that builds a specific thing, don't you? Now, really, yeah, I mean, no, that's the idea. But when you've seen yeah. what I've come up with, it's not quite the same. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that is the sort of more customizable version. It's still a set that will build a specific thing. You know. Yeah, but I, I can I think I mean, I, that's, you know, not to do with flappy birds, but I think that I think that I think this moment in time might be something we look back on in a few years. Go, God, do you remember when Lego first started doing that virtual stuff? I mean, I know they've done it before. I mean, look, they've tied it in with a Lego movie. Incident. There you go. Uh, talk about join the two things together did you see the move uh, the movie the advert section on itv must have been last week and because of the launch of the lego movie they did um an advertising campaign that must have been on a weekend and i saw it on plus one so my wife was watching something like the ice skating it was so it was last weekend so whatever um about whatever I don't know what it was, the ninth, something, eighth, ninth, something like that. And there was an advert break in the ice skating, and it was, say, five adverts. And then the next advert break was exactly the same five adverts, but made by Lego. <laughs> the voices were the same, the action was the same, but it was all animated Lego brick, exact copies of the previous adverts. And I tell you what, it was the best advert break I have ever, ever seen. It was fantastic. I, I don't even remember what advertising was, but I'd seen these adverts previously, and then to see Lego versions completely, mm. you know, made. I oh, was brilliant. You will find it on YouTube. 
I must I'd probably look up the Lego advert break section. It was brilliant, absolutely. But the whole section, every advert that was in that section was Lego. But you know, it it wasn't. It was made. The adverts were made in virtual Lego, but it was for the products that we'd already seen. So they were real adverts, but Legoized. If you like, there's a new word, Legoized. Legoized. Brilliant. Dictionary next year. Excellent. Well, I think we are quite possibly the final podcast to discuss Flappy Bird. We all agree. And indeed, we probably were, actually, to be totally honest, but there we go. Uh, Right, that is the end of this episode, all 30 minutes of it. And it only remains for me to tell you where you can get the guys. Uh, Let's see, you can get Alex on Twitter at AlexGFox. You can get Tone on Twitter at Tone underscore 720. You can get Carl on Twitter at Claw0101. You can also go and find his fantastic podcast at MacAndForth.com. And you can find me on Twitter at SFDrummer. As I say every week, that is all we have for this show. That really is all we could manage to scrape together for this show. If you want to get in touch, please drop us a line at airwavesshow at gmail.com or you can leave us a comment at the-airwaves.com. You can also join our Google Plus community. Just go on to Google Plus and do a search for The Airwaves in the community section. We'll pop up there somewhere. We will return next week with a full episode and a full cast. But until then, take care, everybody. Thanks for listening.